Golden Spiral Media presents The Devil You Know, a Constantine podcast. Episode Zero, the preview episode. Everybody and welcome to The Devil You Know, a Constantine podcast. I'm Tony Caselli. And I'm Joe Settlemeyer. And we are your hosts here at Golden Spiral Media for this show, which is about the up-and-coming NBC television show, Constantine. Not the Roman Emperor. The comic book character. Later, Joe and I will do a podcast about Constantine the Emperor. We're expecting it to have a different audience. Yep. So, Joe. Okay. Constantine, uh, from the very, 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 very popular DC and Vertigo comic book, Hellblazer. Which ran for 25 years. 25 years. One of the longest running comic books ever. 88 to 2013. Yes. And the character Constantine himself actually showed up two or three years before then in 85. 85, yeah. In, uh, in the Swamp Pages Thing. Of Swamp Thing. Created mm-hmm. by a famous comic book author and renowned complete weirdo, Alan Moore. Yes. Who is John Constantine? Why don't we just start right there? Who is John Constantine? We've got the information from the Constantine NBC website. Let's do it. And so I want to talk about uh, that and read directly what NBC has put out about the show. Buckle up. Based on the wildly popular comic book series Hellblazer from DC Comics, seasoned demon hunter and master of the occult John Constantine is armed with a ferocious knowledge of the dark arts and a wickedly naughty wit. He fights the good fight, or at least he did. With his soul already damned to hell, he's decided to abandon his campaign against evil until a series of events thrusts him back into the fray and he'll do whatever it takes to protect the innocent. With the balance of good and evil on the line, Constantine will use his skills to travel the country, find the supernatural terrors that threaten our world, and send them back where they belong. After that, who knows? Maybe there's hope for him and his soul after all. And that's kind of the big crux of the show. One of the things, I think the thing that they're referring to, and I think we can safely talk about this. Yeah. um, Prior to the events of the show, uh, John Constantine, through some unfortunate situation, has damned the soul of an eight-year-old girl to hell. And uh, this is straight from the comics. Yep. Um, now, the, the difference is I, I, we'll probably see that in flashbacks in the show. Yes. Um, it and, has already happened by the time we start. Yeah. And in the series, you see that uh, in the trailers already, we're not giving anything away by saying that he starts out in an asylum. Yep. Uh, where he's been because everything that happened with the little girl uh, went bad. Uh, and he snapped. And apparently in that, that action also damned his soul to hell, which is why he's kind of given it up on it all. Yeah. And uh, then in, in the comic book world, he eventually gets out of the asylum and goes on to have a ton more um, adventures. You know, like we said, there was 25 years of comic books. But the TV series is picking up right as he's getting out of the institution, it looks yep. like. And he encounters uh, a mysterious character known as Manny, played by the ever-talented Harold Perrineau. Yes. uh, Who you may well remember from Lost and a billion other things. Yeah. 
So um, there's a ton of great history to the character. So much stuff. Again, 25 years worth. That I don't want to get into too much of it. But one of the things that's interesting, Joe, is there are several different versions of him. Yes. Right? You've got the version that ha- happened in Hellblazer for 25 years. And then uh, for all of you comic book fans, you know that in 2000, uh, a few years ago, 2011, when it was did 12, DC I do the new say, 52? But I'm not DC Comics rebooted everything with a whole series called The New 52 and everybody got new backstories and a whole new life. And yeah, John Constantine got the the Hellblazer comic got pulled out of the Vertigo universe. Yep. And thrust into DC Universe proper. And so Hellblazer became Constantine. Indeed. Which is the comic that is he's known for right now, but he also stars in Justice League Dark. Which is another very cool and very popular series out right now. Yeah, if you're a nerd like me who likes the Justice League comic books, the Justice League Dark is the wing of the Justice League that handles all of the magic stuff. So it's got all of the magic users of the DC Universe, like, you know, what... Dr. Fate and Zatanna and Frankenstein and Constantine and all these guys go off fighting occult things. I believe it's pronounced Frankenstein. Uh, I believe... <laughs> that, that was a bad horse. That was, that was awful, 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 <laughs> awful horse. Listen, I'm not here for the horses. It's not what I do. So um, let's talk more about the, the, the cast in this show. Matt Ryan is playing John Constantine. Indeed. And not a ton of work here in the U.S. A lot of people might not know him. Uh, he's not super famous yet. He's Welsh. He's Welsh. But um, uh, the producers actually saw him, they said, in a play. Yes, I want to say it was Richard III with Jude Law. And which is fabulous because he's a Shakespearean trained actor. Very cool. Uh, And for those of you who don't know, uh, Joe and I both do a lot of theater work. I I run a theater and direct stuff. Joe's a playwright. So it's fun to see those little connections. The stuff that Matt Ryan is known for uh, here in the U.S. is a lot of like um, Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds. Uh, He did some Torchwood. And so this is his first sort of major TV lead thing here. It's going to launch him into superstardom. Superstardom. Super, super fast. So let's hope so. Uh, So also in the cast, Joe, let's talk about who else is in the cast. Um, Charles Halford. Uh, Who plays Chess, who is John's best friend slash uh, kind of moral compass. Right. The guy who kicks kicks him out of the bed and says, get your get get to work. Right. You lazy bum. (laughs) And we talked about Harold Perrineau. Harold Perrineau playing uh, the angel Manny. Yep. Which is very cool. Uh, Michael James Shaw is playing an excellent character named Papa Midnight. Oh, love Papa Midnight. So cool. Well, in the comics anyway. Yeah, at least. Yeah, that's sort of like a voodoo kind of dark magic spooky. You don't want to mess with him kind Uh, of guy. Hugon, I believe they call him. Is it? Is that right? Okay. I believe that's right. Sure. Um, I don't remember, actually. But uh, okay. One of the cast members I'm the most excited about because he's an actor that I've loved in everything he does. Uh, the uh, recently award-winning, uh, Emmy award-winning Jeremy Davies. Yes. Uh, famous from uh, Lost and Justified. He'll be uh, playing a character named Richie. Yes, Dr. Richie Simpson. Uh, and we're not going to tell you what happens to him. Yes. I will only say that, yes, Richie is uh, Constantine's tech guy. Yes. Uh, and uh, Some he's, really fun story arcs in the comic, and I'm really curious to see if they bring him into the show. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's neat. It's funny. That's one of the things that uh, like, I don't want to talk about right. too much, because there's so much history. Are they 
they going to pull from Hellblazer? Are they going to pull from Justice League Dark? Are we going to pull, you know, but you don't want to, we don't want to spoil stuff. And the producers, uh, David Goyer, uh, famous for, among many things, the new Batman movies, has said, has gone on record saying that they are going to adhere much closer to the comic book than the 2005 movie, which, to be fair, is not going to be that difficult. Right. And, uh, and being better than that movie won't be a giant challenge. Nope. So now that's just the opinion of a couple of guys. Uh, if you made that movie, please uh, keep working on stuff. Good, good job. You know, you're only going to get better. Right. <laughs> and you've just alienated everyone who loves that movie. Right? Yeah, They're both just... the people who love that movie are so mad at me right now. Right, and with the three people listening to this podcast show, that's a lot of our listeners. <laughs> All right. Uh. So the, the, I'm excited about the show because um, as a comics geek, it's fun to see all of the comics shows that are coming out right now. Oh, it, it is. These are the halcyon days of nerddom. Like, it's true. We, we are living in the golden age. I mean, right now on TV right now, you've got Gotham, Flash, Arrow, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Gotham. Got, did I mention Gotham a couple of times? Gotham. It's so Gotham. good. Gotham. Um, they, they, so there's so much good stuff going on. It's fun. It'll be interesting to see if this show ties in with any of the other DC shows. Well, one of the things David Goyer has talked about that I'm personally very excited about, I am not the comic book guy I used to be. In my youth, I was much more of a comic book dude. I have not read many in the last probably decade or so. Oh, true. I know, I know, and I'm sad. I, I know Tony is going to hate me for saying this. I was always much more of a Marvel guy than a DC guy. Oh, I know. I don't know if we can do this anymore. <laughs> that being said, one of the books that I loved from DC that David Goyer actually wrote for a while was The Justice Society. For some reason, oh, I sure. loved that book. and Because the Justice Society is awesome. It is. And one of the things David <laughs> Goyer has said about this show, about Constantine, is that they have access to all of Marvel's supernatural characters. DCs. Oh, my God. I'm awful. I'm embarrassed for you. That's I'm, You know what? I'm just going to hang up my hat right now. Um, <laughs> they have access to all of DC's supernatural characters. And one of the characters... Has already his alter ego has already been cast in the show and is listed and showing up at like five different episodes. Oh yeah, I'm very excited. Jim Corrigan is uh, going to be arriving in the show, aka the Specter. The yeah. Specter is one of DC's coolest supernatural characters. Yeah, very he's been neat. around since the 40s. Incredible visual image, the the vengeance of God type character. Yep, lots of supernatural powers. For just, a little while, Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern, he, became the Spectre. He sure did. It he was sure a did. crazy thing that he, you know, eventually, like all things in comics, he he grew out of. Indeed, know. he came back to real life. He got better. Um, so I'm v- obviously very curious to see if they're going to work the Spectre into the show. Yeah, no, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited to see if, uh, along with all of those things, you know, we this show more than likely won't have any tie-ins with Gotham. Probably not. Because Gotham is sort of a prequel. It's set right. earlier before Batman becomes Batman. Right. Even though during Hellblazer, Constantine, you know, had had run-ins with Batman and Superman. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, Swamp Thing and he were buddies. And, and now, especially in the reboot of Justice League Dark, he's part of the Justice League, essentially. So even though we probably won't have much to do with Gotham, um, it'll be interesting to see if they manage to work any tie-ins or even storyline similarities to Arrow or Flash. I think that could be cool as heck. It would be, and they're different networks. Right. So you, you have no idea if they could actually work out some type of crossover, people showing up in different shows that way. Yeah. But at the very least, you know, one of the things that 
Marvel is doing so well is tying in movies and TV yep. and those things with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Tons of interconnectivity. Just the whole overarching story is so cool, the way it ties everything together. It would be neat to see if they could do some of that. Totally. So we'll see. Well, one of the things David Goyer was saying in an interview that I thought was uh, both interesting and kind of reassuring from my end is, you know, he was talking about how they have access to all of DC supernatural characters, but they don't want it to be guest star of the week. Right. They don't want it to be this week. It's Dr. Fate. And this week it's Zatanna. They, they said they want to introduce I'd love to these see me some Zatanna. Yeah, though. who wouldn't, though? I'm Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. All right, we're but, back. Uh, <laughs> um, he said that they want to introduce these characters if they can make them a part of the existing story. Right. One of the other things that's interesting, talking about stuff the producers have said, they made a casting switch. In the middle of the first episode. Yeah, they, they uh, shot the pilot and they had created a character to be sort of Constantine's companion. Yeah, his foil. And after shooting it and seeing how it all played, they decided that the character they had created for the show just didn't work as well as some of the other characters who are already in the comic book universe. Right. And so she's going to go away. Bye-bye, Liv. Sorry. Yeah. So I don't think that's a spoiler too much no, for No, they've been the very show. vocal about it. Because they've talked about it a ton, and you know they even talked about it at, at the Comic-Con yep. uh, when they had the panel. Uh, but what's exciting about that for anybody who's a Constantine fan is that the character they've brought in to join him on his adventures is the character of Zed. Very popular from the comic books. Uh, yeah, played a play, you know a huge role. Uh, so it'll be very cool to see where they take that character, who's being played by Angelica Salea. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I think so. I hope so. We'll find out. Will she have the crazy striped hair? I wonder. I hope so. Right? Yeah, that would be pretty great. So that's a whole new casting thing that's going to happen and it, it just opens up a whole bunch of other doors because if they're going to do that how many of the storylines from the comics are they going to follow yep how much are they going to work in you know you kind of hope they don't do just all of the comic stories of course not i mean you know jj abrams and his clan got slammed for bringing back all of the star trek you know oh here's Khan, yeah. shocker we told that story already you know yes and we don't want that to happen no we do not but <laughs> <laughs> Joe's bitter. I'm not a big fan of the second Star Trek movie there, or the the second rebooted Star Trek movie. Uh, there, he's, I said it. He's he's it's it's fine. It's all right. We're going to talk about something else. No, no. I mean, why not? You know, cash in on the work and emotional resonance of other people's you know <laughs> movies twenty years ago instead of actually trying to do our own thing. What do you mean? He let Nicholas Meyer do all his work for him. What? Oh my God. That's a horrible thing to say. Okay, so the point I'm making. <laughs> Is that it will be cool. You know, a little fan service to get some of these characters in yep. will be pretty sweet. Absolutely. I think Sleepy Hollow really opened the door for a show like this. Yeah. Uh, the, Sleepy the Hollow sort of was that show last year things. that, yeah, it's got this really intense mythology, a lot of occultism. Um, and it was kind of that show that everyone was like, wow, no one expected this show to be as, a, as awesome as it is. I'm a big fan of the show. Yep. And it ended up being a runaway hit for Fox. And I, you know, I feel like that really opened the door for something like Constantine, which is going to have this, I, I can already tell from the copious amount of previews and sneak peeks that Tony and I have watched, right. you know, that it's going to have this really rich mythology, which is one of the things I love as a viewer. I love it when they really reward paying attention like that. Yeah, absolutely. That there's this great overarching story going on. 
Um, if you get a chance, uh, hop on Hulu and give a listen to uh, Bear McCready's title or opening uh, music for the show is spectacular. Yeah, it's a really great theme song. Uh, the pro- prominent melody is played on a harpsichord, and it gives it this really kind of eerie feel. It's, it, it's and it's just fun great. because it's harpsichord mixed in with a full orchestra and, and then synth- deep ba- synthesized bass, yep. which is cool. Yeah, it's pretty great. I'm excited about it. One of the things I wanted to talk about was Alan Moore has talked a lot in interviews about where the character came from. Yes, we have to touch on this. It makes me laugh because in 1985, when they were doing Swamp Thing, the artists that he was working with who were drawing Swamp Thing while he was writing it were huge fans of the police and Sting. And they said, we want a character that we can draw who looks like Sting. So give us a, a guy who we can make look like Sting. And from that... Alan Moore created this character of John Constantine who showed up in the Swamp Thing for a couple of episodes, like 37 and 38, I think, in the saga of the Swamp Thing. That sounds right. And after those episodes, he sort of took on his own life and started forming into this completely different thing. And after a little while, he had stopped being the sting joke to the point where Alan Moore said, we have to do a whole book about this guy. This is got potential yeah. that we can run with. And from there came Hellblazer, which 25 years. 20, 300 issues. Yeah, I mean, there there were a bunch of polls done. I pulled them the, up on the computer. The IGN one is the one that uh, really got yeah. my attention. Yeah, the IGN top 50, uh, top 50 comic, comic book, book characters, characters of, of all time. time. And behind only Superman and Batman, John Constantine came in as number three. Number three. I mean, that's amazing. And there are, there have been other, you know, the hundred best characters from, uh, of all time from, from a uh, paste magazine and, and Constantine came in at 13, you know, right. but he's always on there and it's so and usually fun. very high up on the list. Yeah. And it's so fun to see him getting some credit. Well, and yeah. one of the things that I think people find so appealing about John Constantine, and I was just literally just a few hours ago reading another interview about what, what is going to make this show different from others. And it, <laughs> David Goyer just flat out said, well, he's a dick. You're right. And like, <laughs> that's one of the things they're really embracing is that, you know, he's... Uh, he's sort of the classic anti-hero. Right. He's a curmudgeon. He is snarky as hell. He starts uh, out as a very selfish, and even, oh, even when he's con being man. a hero, he's yeah. selfish. Straight up con man, the last guy you'd ever want to put any trust in at all. Right. Uh, just shady as shady could be. But, but he's got this streak running through him that says, I can do these things, and I have to save people and save humanity from all of this darkness that's around us. Right. And like it or not, he follows through on them. One of the things that's interesting in the comic books that it'll be really interesting to see if they follow through with is in the comic books, a lot of his colleagues wind yeah. up kicking the bucket. Oof. He he has a, a trail of bodies behind him, and a lot of them are his friends. Yeah, he just, you know, if it's for the greater good, he... You don't want to be friends with him because you may wind up as a sacrifice to save the world. Yep. That's just how it happens, folks. Stop, well, you know, like it is. I mean, when I, Constantine saying, asks you, you know, Joe to go ever stop you know, showing up for the podcast, you'll know it. No, Tony had fine. to sacrifice me for the greater good. I mean, it was <laughs> just how it had to be. Thanks uh, for coming in tonight, though. Jim. You know, yeah. When John Constantine asks you to the pub to, you know, grab a couple of pints, say no. Yeah, right. Bring a lot of friends and let one of them sit next to him. Right. That's yep. just the way to do it. So what else, Joe? What else do we want to talk about with this show? The show is going to air 
Oh, right. We should probably tell you when the show comes on. Well, you can watch this show Fridays at 10 on NBC starting, starting October 24th. 24th. Oh, that was good. Right? Nice. When we're talking together like that. Tony and I have known each other for a very long time. That's the la- only time we'll be able to make that work. You, Never. Just <laughs> you know, we've actually already done it once in this podcast. <laughs> so listen, one other thing I want to say before we go is if you like comic book characters, if you like comic book TV shows. And for the love of God, why wouldn't you? If you're here, we're guessing that you do, unless you also just like shows about the occult, which is also fine. Or you just really like me and Tony. Also fine. Which, honestly, I mean, I feel like kind of trumps the other two. Yeah, it's probably the most important reason to be here, so Absolutely, yeah. appreciate it. But there's some other wonderful stuff going on at Golden Spiral Media. Yes. Um, There are some terrific comic book genre shows happening right now uh, with other hosts who would love for you to listen to their stuff, too. So, uh, We've got Central City Underground, which Gotham is all about the undercover. Flash. Gotham Undercover, which is all about the show Gotham. And you've got Arrow Squad, which is uh, the covering the WB show, right? It's on WB? Is it CW? I don't think the WB, CW, exists WB doesn't exist anymore. So it's on the CW. And, of course, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's right. All of those podcasts can be found at goldenspiralmedia.com. So uh, listen to those. Constantine airs on Fridays. Joe and I are going to watch it, then over the weekend record our shows. And we're going to hopefully get a whole bunch of feedback from y'all. We love feedback. Absolutely. One of the things we are looking forward to the most is getting audience feedback, getting listener feedback into the podcast and chatting with you guys about this show. You can call the Golden Spiral Media feedback line at 304-837-2278. Leave your feedback. Let us know what you think of the podcast, of the show, all that kind of stuff. Uh, We're hoping to uh, make feedback a regular part of this podcast so we can all uh, share in the conversation about this show and find out what we like, what we don't like, what we think might be happening. Right. Also, go to goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback. If you don't want to call in, you can record from your computer or you can just send a written email directly from the website. That's goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback. Let us know anything you're thinking about the show, about how sexy you think Tony and I are, anything at all. It's getting really personal now. Really? I mean, I feel like it just kind of naturally, you know, comes off in waves even through the oh. the podcast. Well, all right. I mean, it's, it's we'll just see there. what happens. Let's find out when we get the feedback. <laughs> so <laughs> let us know. Get in touch. Um, we're really looking forward to it. Our uh, podcast is going to air uh, either two, Mondays or Tuesdays. We have to iron out the details, but certainly we will be recording. We're expecting Sunday evenings. Yep. And so we're going to say after... The episodes air on Friday night. Please call and leave some feedback. Get it to us by, let's say, 3 o'clock on Sunday. That sounds great. 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday is going to be the deadline for feedback. And we would love to put that in the podcast and share it with our friends. Yes. Great. So thanks so much for listening. We will see you after the pilot has aired and uh, look forward to talking about what's going on with this awesome show. It's going to be so much fun. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.